welcome to another edition of the Unicorns Podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go-getters. And we're back for another Unicorns Podcast, and today we're talking all things crypto. The sector is running hot globally. It's certainly been a wild ride over the past 18 months. And there's a reasonably new player in town called Daxi. It's spelled D-A-C-X-I. The CEO of Daxi is Ian Lowe, and he joins me now. G'day, Ian. Welcome to the program. It's good to talk to you, Justin. Thanks for having me. Okay, maybe we can start off. What is Daxi? It's a, it's a good opening question, isn't it? <laughs> Look, Daxi is a, an investment platform uh, with, a, with a focus on digital assets. So let, let me unwrap that a little bit for you. So our customers are individuals that want to take advantage of crypto assets as an asset class to build wealth over the medium to long term. Mm-hmm. So the distinction here is that uh, we're, we're not so much a trading platform, which is very focused on typically the male millennial uh, operating at often the long tail of the crypto markets, looking for exponential returns over short periods. Yep. Uh, our customers are investors with an investment mindset where they're looking to accumulate wealth over a medium to long term. And how do you, how do you define that? Is that like 20 years, 30 years plus? Well, it's ultimately defined by the customer. Some have a one-year time horizon. Some have a five-plus years okay. time horizon. Mm. Um, it, it depends on the individual, but but the distinction here is, you know, wealth wealth companies are not new, but Daxi is providing a curated catalogue of investment opportunities with one common theme that, well, a couple of themes actually, but one primary theme, which is that all of those assets can be acquired as digital instruments. Mm. So we use the underlying blockchain technology to provide. Uh, investors with the opportunity to build a portfolio of cryptocurrency investments. But we also use tokenization on the blockchain to allow investors to build a portfolio that includes very traditional asset classes such as precious metals, gold, silver, and platinum, for example. Mm. And the vision for the business is to expand that catalog into multiple asset classes over time so that we are a portfolio level destination for the investor or the individual with an investment mindset. And that might be an individual with dollars in the bank that they want to put to work, or it might be somebody that's running their own their own uh, super fund, a self-managed super fund. Uh, it could be a high net worth individual. We also have a lot of customers that just contribute $100 a month to build their portfolio. So that's that's what we do. Our job is to, is to help our customers, give them the tools and the insights and the education so they can make their own decisions about what they invest in and build wealth over the medium to long term. It's a great explanation. When did uh, Daxi kick off? How long has it been going? The business was founded in 2017. And look, the, mm-hmm. the vision for the business back then is absolutely, I mean, it hasn't changed at all, despite the fact that the the, the uh, blockchain and crypto markets over the corresponding yes, period have obviously changed. evolved enormously. That's mm. right. So. It, Blockchain, the founders looked at the, at the innovation of blockchain and, and realized 
that it had the ability to democratize the investment landscape for the everyday investor. And, and when we say democratize, what we mean by that is a digital instrument is a borderless instrument. Um, it, it allows individuals that may not normally have access to the tools or the knowledge um, or the technology to participate in a whole range of asset classes as investors, hmm. uh, where those asset classes might typically be either clunky or, or in some cases completely inaccessible. So that idea of democratizing the investment landscape for the everyday investor is absolutely uh, remains the, the core focus for the business today. So if I've um, got an interest in cryptocurrency um, and want to log on to Daxi, what's the journey of the customer about how all of that happens? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Look, it's very simple. So part, part of our value proposition is that we have really simplified the barriers to entry or removed a lot of the barriers to entry for, for the investor. So um, in, in simple terms, a, an individual can come to our website, they can register an account. We're registered with Austrack, so we go through a very strict verification process mm -hmm. um, and we meet all of the anti-money laundering and know your customer um, provisions that are uh, enforced by Austrack. Yes. Uh, and then once somebody's verified their identity and they have an account, they can simply trade on our platform. Um, they can trade a range of different uh, asset classes and in the cryptocurrency space specifically, it's a curated experience. And, and what we mean by that is we do a lot of work to, to understand there's thousands of crypto coins yes. out there, right? Now, I yep. think if we fast forward five years, how many of those thousands will actually be successful from an investment perspective? Our view is a very small number. Okay. Uh, and so we're very focused on making sure that the, the assets that can be invested in on our platform are a carefully selected subset where we think the underlying business, the use case that drives that business, and the longer term viability of that business is compelling. Mm -hmm. And so we only list the cryptocurrencies that we believe offer investors a, a good opportunity to build wealth over the medium to long term. So on, on that basis, give us a flavor of uh, what's available through Daxi. Well, we've got a range of, of we've got about a dozen uh, very carefully selected cryptocurrencies and, and they range from, you know, the very well-known Bitcoins and Ethereums and Litecoins through to some of the, uh, the fast rising up and coming coins that have a technology or an infrastructure dimension to their use case, you know, coins mm -hmm. like Cardano and Solana and, and others. And so um, that range is, you know, that, that, that catalog of coins is expanding. But, but one of the other things that we do is we bundle a number of these coins into themes, which really appeals to an investor who may want to invest along a certain theme. So for example, we have a bundle called a, a blue chip bundle. And that's a collection of- Similar to an ETF, or it is an ETF. Well, it's not an ETF. Uh, it's qu quite different. It's essentially a, a, a multiple purchases of different coins in one transaction. That, that's right. what it is, literally. Uh, and so we, we, we call it a bundle. But what, what th that appeals to the average investor as an entry point for a couple of reasons. One is, well, I don't necessarily need to know the intimate details of all of the constituent coins in this bundle. I can yes. simply acquire a, a number of them in one transaction. Secondly, 
it, it appeals to this notion of spreading risk, the mm -hmm. idea that I can accumulate a portfolio in one transaction and start to build on that over time across multiple coins. But of course, all of those coins have been vetted and, and scrutinized by Daxi. And we've reached a view that the, the general mantra we have in the business is we won't include any cryptocurrencies in the platform unless we would also recommend them to our mothers. Um, it's, it's a pretty good... Um, Maybe not the mother-in-law. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty good test, as simplistic as it is. It's a pretty good yeah, test to say, yeah. is this... Is this the a mother good, test. Yeah. Is it a good... Is it a good... Um, is it a is it a sound uh, and prudent investment if I take a medium to long term view? And that's that's the other thing I think, Justin, that's worth sharing with you is that our, our customers they don't have a one week, two week, one month view of of building wealth. The idea is mm. that they're saying I want to put the money to work. If it's sitting in a cash account, I'm earning pretty much zero on it. I'm going to put it to work over the longer term, and I'm doing it inside a platform where I know they've spent a lot of time understanding the different cryptocurrencies and only presenting me with the ones that they think are lower risk as an yes. investment. So you've mentioned um, your customers and the average investor. What, what is the profile then of the people who are your customers? So this is, this is something we've, I mean, as you would expect in any any business, uh, and, and ours is a fast-growing business, we, we, we spend a lot of time looking to understand this. And late last year, we did some research where we said, okay, we understand the profile of our customer base demographically, but we really want to better understand the mindset of our customers. You know, what, what are their objectives? What do they seek to achieve? And how do they view cryptocurrency and digital assets more generally across the spectrum of investment opportunities? And so some interesting data points came out of that. Just sort of starting at the top, the first thing is that that research shows, and these numbers are very consistent with other independent studies that we've seen, is about 21% of Australian adults either own or have owned cryptocurrency. So That's a lot. That is a well, lot. It's a big number, right? It's, it's 4.2 million Australian adults. Mm. Say that again, that either own or... Either own or have owned cryptocurrency. Have owned. So, about 16 to 17% of Australian adults currently own cryptocurrency, but 21% have at some stage owned cryptocurrency. So this is the headline number is sort of 20%, which is pretty consistent with other It's amazing. I didn't think it'd be that high. Mm. Yeah, the participation rate is, is good. And then if we drill into that a little bit more, uh, what we're trying to get to with this research is, is understanding the mindset, the expectations and objectives of those individuals. And yep. as it relates to our, our customer base, um, there was a couple of interesting things to come out of that. The first is that 56% of those that own crypto generally, so this is not specific to our customer base, but 56% mm -hmm. mm -hmm. of individuals that own crypto they are own, they've invested in crypto because they, they see it as a wealth-building opportunity. So this is a really interesting shift away from the earlier days of crypto, which was almost 100% speculators 
Just a, a bit of a punt or a yeah, yeah, crapshoot. Exactly. Investing, the, the expression is investing money they could afford to lose, whereas our view is no, do it right and do it carefully and do it with the right partner and invest the money that you can't afford to lose. Mm. But, but you obviously need to take a, a more considered and informed approach. So that's interesting that it's got to 56%, whereas previously it would have been a significant majority, say, 18 months ago that we're really focused on quick profits. Yeah. So, so as the market is maturing, we can see that the, the dynamics within that market is shifting more towards people saying, I see this as a wealth generating opportunity, not just, can I, you know, can I put $1 in and take two out over the course of the month? Now, <laughs> yeah. so, that's, so that's, that's also reflected, Justin, in the participation we see with the large institutional players in the finance community. So a number of them um, have have entered the crypto uh, markets in a very serious way um, with, with, with large and growing positions. And of course, that's going to explode exponentially when the market becomes fully regulated. And that's something that's, that's developing as we speak, um, that the market is partially regulated. It's not completely unregulated. Mm. But full regulation in the same way that other instruments like at equities, for example, uh, full regulation is, is coming. The current uh, federal government is, um, is pushing towards this and encouraging regulators to engage with industry and, and move that forward. And, and once we get to that point, there will be an explosion of, of uh, institutional participation in crypto markets. Now, the thing to remember about that is people assume that that will, that will be good because it will just drive prices up. Not necessarily, but I think on balance, it's certainly positive because don't forget institutions and sophisticated investors will trade the volatility, not just yes. invest and hold. Okay. Yep. So whether the price is going up or down, in theory, institutions are in a position where they can, they can make margin from that. But on balance... Uh, uh, this exponential growth in the participation of institutions that will come off the back of full market regulation is going to be very positive for crypto markets, but it will only be positive for the cryptocurrencies that have a real use case and a viable business that underpins that. Those that don't will, will die very quickly, and we're going to see a lot of that this year, I believe. I'm interested in your thoughts on how you explain um, crypto simply and what your platform does to to the skeptics out there those that say it's all a scam it's too risky i'd rather invest in something that's real and that i know i'm yes. sure this has come up before how do you answer that it, so it sounds like it's a, it's a conversation i've had with my with my father a few times yeah, yes. um, where he says you know what's all this crypto stuff so <laughs> Look, the, the first thing is that we, we don't, we are not, you know, disciples and zealots for cryptocurrencies. They're, they're not for everybody. Mm. That, that, that is a fact. And, and so closely followed by that as an opening statement, what we would say to people is there is absolutely wealth building opportunity in the crypto markets. And before you take a position, invest the time to understand the basics understand the concept of blockchain technology. What is a distributed ledger? What, how does it work? What does that mean? What, what opportunities does that present? Just at a conceptual level. 
and, and take the time just to do a little bit of homework on the cryptocurrencies that you've heard about or have some passing interest in or may have been recommended by, by friends. That, that little bit of work up front you know, really puts you in a position to better understand if this is the right investment or asset class to invest in. And, and crypto assets is not for everybody. Mm. Uh, and, and we recognize that. This is one of the reasons why the vision for our business is this constantly expanding catalog of investment opportunities that, that extend well beyond cryptocurrencies into things yes. like precious metals. Further down the track, um, we're very interested in tokenizing, using blockchain tokenizing investment in privately held high growth companies. Today, that's known as crowdfunding. And we can use blockchain to really um, just completely transform that market opportunity, along with some other asset classes. So our view is that cryptocurrencies might be a good entry point. But like any advisor will tell you, building a portfolio of investment where you spread your risk is really sensible. Mm. And whether you're investing in crypto or whether you're investing in things that aren't crypto. Yeah, real uh, estate or you know mining exactly. stocks. Yeah. That principle really is, it, it stacks up. I'm keen, Ian, to get into the weeds a little bit on on the link that you're doing with precious metals, uh, gold, for example. How does that actually work? Yeah, so we've, we've really innovated in this area. So, you know, first of all, precious metals, I think people would generally accept is probably one of, if not the oldest asset class. Yes. Uh, one yep. of the oldest asset classes on the planet. So, and, and, and traditionally, you know, precious metals, gold is a very conspicuous example, uh, have been seen as a pretty safe investment over the medium to long mm. term. If you look at the flight price, to safety, yeah, yeah. If you look at the price development of these this asset class, then if you take a medium to long term view, you know, you're going to you're going to make some money, and and it's certainly much lower risk than something you know like crypto markets or, mm. or even equities at the moment. So. Uh, so we looked at that and we said, if you want to invest in precious metals today, it's a reasonably clunky experience. You know, there's there's a bunch of hoops you've got to jump through and a few things you've got to know about in order to get to get into that uh, that asset class. Whereas we looked at the tokenization of that, where we simply use a token on the blockchain to record an individual's ownership of that precious metal, and we said this could actually you know, significantly simplify uh, uh, the experience for the investor if they want to own some precious metals. So the, the way it works is someone comes into our platform, uh, they register to open an account, they can invest as little as a couple of hundred dollars um, or, or yep. as much as they would like in, in precious metals. And we also sell a combination or, or offer a combination of precious metals in a bundle. But let's imagine I just want to go and buy $5,000 worth of of gold, come into the platform, register as a user. Quite quite simply, indicate that you know you enter five thousand uh, dollars against gold. What we then do is, we actually go out and physically purchase the metal. So we we, we go out and and purchase physical metal mm -hmm. through our. Where do you get that our, from? We've got a bullion partner, uh, ABC Bullion. Mm -hmm. They're the leading provider. Um, in Australia, and, and indeed, there are there are increasingly international business, yeah. uh, very competitive prices. But what that means is, as our as our vaulting partner, they then put that metal aside, and and it's auditable 
and it's vaulted and it's mm. owned by that individual. And in fact, we even allow- Could they pick it up if they wanted to, just to touch it and feel it or not? They can redeem, they can redeem the token that they that they, yeah, okay. they take from that investment. They can redeem that either for the market value of the gold and walk away with the with the cash, or they can redeem it for the physical metal. Um, mm. and, and we can accommodate that as well. So, so what this does is it just, it creates a very low barrier to entry um, because it's blockchain enabled, it's actually incredibly safe. Uh, there's an immutable record of their ownership of, of that precious metal. And of course, we've got a corresponding record with, you know, uh, the leading um, precious metals provider in, in this country. Um, mm. And so it, it's a really easy way for people to participate in precious metals. And the instrument of ownership is a, is a digital instrument rather than actually a certificate or, you know, a couple of gold bars sitting under the bed. <laughs> they could get knocked off. Um, so, so can I buy, a, I can buy a bundle of precious metals through tax? Yeah. Exactly. So you could come and invest in a bundle that contains gold, silver, and platinum, or uh, you can invest in any of those constituent metals standalone. You can do it. Anyway. And are people, are your customers doing that? They are. Uh, you know, mm. we've started to talk a little bit more about precious metals more recently, and we've had a really strong response to that. I, I think if you look at, if you're an investor that doesn't know a lot about crypto, and you look at something like what we're doing with precious metals, you, you would say to yourself, look, this is actually a sensible entry point for me into the world of blockchain, where I can, I can invest in something I actually understand. The risk profile over the medium to long term is very low. Um, and of course, with inflation becoming um, a, a real issue over the course of 2022 and beyond, there's appetite for precious metals on that basis alone. But it's mm. a really nice entry point for people that want to want to put a toe in the water around blockchain. Um, they, they want to invest in precious metals. They can do that on our on our platform really easily. Now, what about for those that have a self managed super fund? Because they're always looking for new ways to make money and new asset classes to turbocharge their wealth. So, how is Daxi? if at all, accommodating SMSFs? Yeah, it's a good question. So look, we, you know, a growing percentage of our customer base is people that, that own and run self-managed super funds. So mm -hmm. the registration process is largely identical. There's, there's a couple of extra things that, that need to be captured again to meet Austrac requirements uh, when people open an account with us. And then they can simply uh, invest in any other assets, any of the assets on the platform in the same way they would if they weren't an SMSF. It's really mm. just setting up of the account as the self-managed super fund. I mean, one, one of the really, you know, if we look at the self-managed super fund, I mean, everyone understands that, you know, the, the, the super uh, superannuation market in Australia is a you know, roughly a $3 trillion industry and growing. Self-managed super funds are, are valued at approximately three quarters of a trillion dollars. It's a really mm. big market, you know, just mm. in Australia. Now, if, if you look at the numbers, 20, just over 20% of that three quarters of a trillion in self-managed super funds is sitting in, you know, cash accounts. Yes. Earning pretty much zero. Next, next to nothing. Not a yeah. lot. Yeah. And so we look at that and we say, well, look, here's a really significant opportunity. There's 
there's $150 billion of cash in self-managed super funds earning pretty much zero returns. Our view is that people who own and run those self-managed super funds should be looking to put some of that to work in something like crypto assets um, mm. and to do it carefully and to do it if it's only for them. But, but certainly the returns, if they take a medium to long-term view, and again, you know, we're very careful about the assets that we, we offer on our platform. It's a, it's a carefully selected subset of cryptocurrencies and now obviously precious metals as well. And if they're, if they're careful about that, then really they should do well. And they sh certainly should do a lot better than if it's sit sitting in cash. So do you, does Daxi have any uh, relationships with financial advisors? Uh, the reason I ask that, if you talk to a financial advisor and you said, I've got, you know, X um, to invest, I, I imagine their response would be something like, okay, let's let's split it up. We'll give you some international shares. We'll have some tech stocks. Uh, we'll have some high growth stocks. We'll have some, some Aussie shares, some equities, um, you know, some property. There'll be a little bit of, you know, cash, some bonds, and, you know, that's that's 100%. You know, it seems to me that, you know, 5% of that or 2% of that, whatever it is, a little carve out should be in, um, should be in crypto for a bit of a punt. Yeah, well, look, that, that's certainly our view. And, and our view is that, you know, that 5 or 10%, um, if it's deployed very carefully um, and, you know, in the way that I described earlier, it, it shouldn't actually be a punt, particularly if it's a medium to long term mm, view. It's, yes. It's that it should be a successful investment. But look, if you look at the professional, um, community. So these are people that advise investors. They might be accountants, financial planners, uh, and the like. Uh, I think it's fair to say that, you know, up until very recently, they've just, they've stayed right away from crypto. And, and the yeah. reason is obvious, yeah. right? Um, the main reason is, is not necessarily about the risk profile, because in many cases, they're tipping their, their clients into investments that are just as volatile or just as, as risky. But, but the issue has been that they just simply don't know enough about it. And mm. so they don't feel they're in a position. They don't have the confidence. The expertise to, to advise. advise. To advise mm. a customer and, and particularly to advise them on how to do it carefully. So we, we have a program uh, called Daxi Learn where we, uh, and this is going to be, um, we're pushing this really hard in 2022, where engaging with that, you know, the finance professional and saying, look, we've got a range of, of educational material that can help you understand where crypto assets sits in the spectrum of investment opportunity, mm -hmm. how to think about it, you know, the, the, the implications from a tax perspective, from a reporting perspective, um, the sorts of requirements that any platform that you're recommending to your, your, your customers, you know, should be able to meet in terms of security and privacy and other, other, other standards. And helping them, you know, have a conversation with a customer to say, crypto assets, you know, definitely has a role to play in a portfolio approach, and we've got to make sure that it's a balanced approach. Um, and helping them have quality conversations with customers about that. Mm. So, so that's definitely uh, an area where makes sense. The market yep. will develop over the next 12, 12 months plus. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, um, let's let's look ahead. Um, brand new year, um, coronavirus <laughs> notwithstanding, um, what what can we expect from Daxi in twenty twenty 
2022. Have you got any exciting announcements coming up? Yeah, look, we've got, we've got some really big things happening in the business this year. The first thing is that uh, we'll, we'll be announcing very shortly an extension uh, of the investment catalogue with some cryptocurrencies that uh, will become available on the platform. And again, these have all been assessed very carefully. That's an ongoing uh, job for us is to bring those opportunities to, to our customers that we think um, uh, have the right return profile over the medium to long term. So, so we're going to be launching some of those. Along with that, uh, we will look at the possibility of some additional uh, bundle um, uh, investment okay. mm. uh, capabilities in the, in the platform. There's some new features and functions in the platform that really speak to this concept of portfolio. So giving individuals the ability to, to really view uh, a portfolio of investments across a range of asset classes and understand the return over time um, at a granular as well as an aggregate level. So there's a whole bunch of, of developments in that area. Um, the business, we expect the business will grow, can continue to grow significantly in 2022. So you know, we grew at about 15 times uh, in 2021. And, you know, our, our objective is to maintain a similar growth trajectory over 2022. So th that, that growth comes in a couple of flavors, you know, volumes of customers, the average holding of each customer, um, you know, the average investment size. Um, we also expect will will grow as people's confidence and understanding of, of crypto in particular builds. Um, we're launching a lot of market insight type reporting. Again, much of that will, will be available to customers. A portion will be available to, to anyone where we're helping people understand how to think about market cycles, the mm. development of, of, of the market more generally. Again, this is just about informing their own investment decisions. And, and we have plans for international expansion and we'll, we'll, be, we'll be in a position to, to talk about that uh, as the year unfolds. Well, just, um, I mean, that's that's terrific. Just to just to finish, obviously, the crypto markets, if you if you look at them, certainly over over the Christmas break, um, very volatile. Mind you, other sectors have been volatile as well. I think I said in my opening, it is a bit of a it's not for everyone. It is a bit of a wild ride. Uh, with big fluctuations, but I think primarily, you know, the, the direction has been up if you look at it certainly over the long term. Have you got a view, Ian, on what crypto markets with your crystal ball might look like uh, during during the year? Yeah, look, at a high level, we, we, we do have a, a, a couple of um, perspectives on this. The, the first is that the market will evolve significantly in 2022 and by that i mean maturing of the market so we talked about you know uh, regulation coming but but equally the cryptocurrencies that have done well to this point may not necessarily be the ones that continue to do well and i'm not talking so much about the bitcoins and the ethereum mm. and all these headline yeah. coins really what we're saying is that if you do not have a, a a defendable use case with a viable business that underpins that those cryptocurrencies are really going to struggle over the course of this year. Um, those, those coins that have done well without a use case and a viable business have done, off, done, done so off the back of speculation. And whilst there, there will continue to be speculation, as institutions become more and more involved in crypto markets, uh, a lot of that um, small investor-led speculation 
will really start to, to dry up and we'll see the investment move towards the coins that have a, a viable future. So n rapid maturing of the markets, um, you know, if we're sitting here a year from now, I, I think there'll be a, a very different landscape, more mature market uh, with more and more professional investor participation. Mm -hmm. um, the volatility will continue to an extent, but this, this in part is why we encourage people to think about it as a medium to long-term proposition. Yes. Um, if you're trying to buy low and sell high, that, that's really tough. And in a volatile market, it's much tougher again. Um, whereas <laughs> if you reach sleep the sleepless nights. Well, exactly. If you can reach a view that, that is almost a philosophical view and do the work on the coins that you think align with your risk appetite, your time horizon to harvest, these types of considerations, and then take a position and hold that position and, and give it, you know, this sort of one, two, three, four years to develop. Really, we believe that the, the sorts of assets that we're providing on our platform, we believe that over that period of time, people will do well. It's great advice. Thank you very much. Ian Lowe, the CEO of Daxi, thanks so much for joining us today on the Unicorns podcast, and we wish you all the very best in the years ahead. Thank you. Thanks, Justin.